Welcome to Breakthrough, the podcast that helps you to get unstuck, move forward, move on, and finally break through to that next level that you have been looking for. I'm Mickey Ruthman, transformational breakthrough coach, speaker, and author, and your host right here on the Breakthrough Podcast. So get ready to break the barriers and break the limitations, and let's dive right on into this week's episode of Breakthrough. Hello there, beautiful souls, and welcome to another episode of Breakthrough. So on this week's episode of Breakthrough, we're looking at something that just about every single one of us have been faced with at some point in our lives, and particularly if you're an entrepreneur, you have probably most definitely at some point been faced with this, and that is self-doubt. So on this week's episode of Breakthrough, I do a live breakthrough session with Tony, who wants to know how to get over self-doubt and really just regain her self-confidence as an entrepreneur and as an expert in what she does. So whether you're an entrepreneur or not, this episode will definitely help you. You will discover exactly why it is we go into self-doubt and particularly also why when we do anything from fear, it actually creates more self-doubt and underlying subconscious resistance to the very things we actually do want. So if that is you, do keep listening. You're definitely going to take value out of this episode. And if you would like me to coach you through a live breakthrough session right here on the Breakthrough Podcast, you can do that, right? If you need some help with breakthrough on a goal or a challenge or an obstacle that is in your way right here on the podcast, simply drop an email to my team at admin at mickeyruthman.com, subject line podcast, and you could get a breakthrough session with me right here on the Breakthrough Podcast. I will leave that for you guys in the show notes as well. But without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode of Breakthrough with Tony. Enjoy. Hi, Tony, and welcome to your breakthrough session. What is your question? Hi, Mickey. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Um, my question would be, um, how would I find my self-confidence again? Okay. <laughs> That's possible. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit, of, give me a bit of background. Why do you feel you've lost your self-confidence? Um, I think that... that um, I've made bad decisions. Um, oh gosh. And then, you know, I, I take on the wrong clients, but you know, I just, I want more of the same good clients and I don't know how to like, I don't know if that makes sense, but I used to be able to focus and attract stuff and somehow it feels like my power is gone. <laughs> I just want my power back. Mm -hmm. Um, that's it. Okay. What, what has kind of on a practical level happened up to now that's made you lose confidence in your, and it sounds to me like you're speaking in a business sense, but in your abilities in that which you do? Um, I, I think I've withdrawn a lot. Um, and I kind of feel like lost. Um, I think it's more feeling lost overall. Mm -hmm. um, and when you feel lost, like it affects pretty much everything in your life. Yeah. Have there been particular um, like bad experiences with clients or something like that that's, that's led you to this belief at this stage that might be your abilities? So on the one hand, you kind of, I kind of like, you know, I get, I get, I've got a big client, you know, I've got a big huge client and I'm kind of going, okay, well, I got that. Well, that was good, you know? So, and then on the other hand, then you lose a client and you think, okay, well, what did I do wrong? You know, um, why am I not getting, not able to, to get go, I can't get going, you know, I'm not able to, I'm losing focus all the time. Mm -hmm. Where, where is your focus when you feel you're losing focus? Um, it's, it's, the financial worries. Mm -hmm. That's where it goes. Um, it's kind of going, okay, we, so the focus is, okay, I'm doing my work, I'm, you know, I'm getting things done, and then I kind of go, okay, well, 
you know, I've got to like focus on, you know, finding more clients because I've got bills to pay at the end of the month. So then I go into this panic mode. That's where I lose the focus because I start panicking. Okay. And is it, is it predominantly panic over, I'm going to call it what it is, survival, because when it comes to finances, it's, we see that as us surviving. Yeah. It, you know, and it's, it's, hap- it's been happening this week. Like I kind of go, okay, you're fine. You're going to, you know, we're getting going, but then I go into the, how am I going to pay bills? You know, am I going to be able, am I going to be okay? It's the mm-hmm. constant little voice that, that you're fighting with the whole time. Yes. And let me guess, you've, you've actually been taking on clients that are not your ideal clients at much less than what you believe you're worth or what you do is worth just because you need them. Yeah. 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 Okay. So um, although in saying that, I mean, um, I did fire a client in December because she was just not worth the headache. Um, I just, I couldn't work with her. She's not my, not my ideal client, not what I want. Um, then I've got a really huge client um, in the US and she's awesome to work with. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, for the, the status that she has, I, I've undercharged dramatically. And the reason I had done that was because I wanted a foot in the door with her. Okay. But, but, now, but now it seems to like, you know, is it now setting a trend? You know, I need to charge more. I mean, she's, she's a celebrity. So um, somebody else had said to me, you're way undercharged a celebrity. Mm. So here's, here's what's happening sort of on a subconscious level. Because on a conscious level, it's easy for us to reason this stuff out, right? I've, I took this client because I was financially constrained and now I'm stuck with this client and they're giving me hell and that's all the practical stuff, right? So we can, we can yeah. reason that out. But on a subconscious level, what is happening with us is when we, out of a space of fear, take on a client at much less than what we deep down know we're worth or what we're doing is worth, it begins to build an underlying subconscious resentment, okay? Not just towards the client, but towards yourself because you know that you are worth more than that. And it's all subconscious. It's not usually even stuff that we're aware of. And the problem with that is a subconscious feeling of resentment, okay, or unworthiness, feeling unworthy, right, is a subconscious energy that's constantly milling around in your body and it's causing the same thoughts and the same feelings all the time, okay? Yeah. And what usually happens then, because whatever we focus on, what we put our focus on is what we put our energy on and that is what we're creating more of. Yeah. So the fact that you're already feeling not worthy because you're doing all this work and people are messing you around and you're not making the money you should be making from, from giving all of this, right? And the resentment, you're attracting more of that energy to yourself, more of the same experiences. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay. It does. It kind of makes, it covers both aspects of business and my personal life. Okay. So, here's really the crux of it where, where we need to flip it around. And you know, this is not something we're taught from a young age to do. We're taught that if there is a problem, you've got to focus on the problem because you've got to sort out the problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. But when it comes to energy, when you come to the understanding of we as human beings are energy and our thoughts are what drives our feelings, our feelings become energy and that's what we attract more of to ourselves. That's when we begin to become more conscious of the fact that, well, then I need to put my thoughts and my energy behind that which I do want more of. Now, you mentioned this client of yours that is an absolute dream to work with, right? Yeah. Now, obviously, you want more clients like that. You might want to charge them a little bit more, but you need to begin to see this experience as a learning curve for you to see, okay, so I can get the, the sole clients that I want yeah. and I can actually charge more for what I do, right? Yeah. 
Okay. So it really is a matter of beginning to flip your mind a little bit to consciously make the decision to focus on that which you do want more of, which is more of the same clients, your soul clients, right? So here's one thing that you can do, for instance, just to give you an example is to really spend time daily, even if it's just 10 minutes a day, visualizing the types of client that you do want. In other words, putting your focus and your energy towards painting that picture for yourself of what is the client that I do want? See that in your mind, put your focus on and actually begin to call in more of those clients. Because here's the thing, we, we come from an upbringing of money is everything. To survive, to, we need money. To get that money, we have to work our asses off, right? That's the, the sort of framework that's been given to us from a very young age by the whole world. And yeah especially by institutions. I mean, you know, people tell me I'm crazy sometimes because they're like, but Mickey, if I don't pay the money, the bank is going to be there and it's going to be a reality, right? Yeah. But here's the reality that we need to begin to just reframe to get the breakthrough we're looking for. Because here's my question to you is how has focusing on the problem and the lack of money served you up to now? Yeah, not very well, eh? Okay. So doing the opposite of that, whether we believe it's going to work or not, is worthwhile trying because the way we have been doing it up to now is not working. Mm. Right? So it really is a matter of taking, taking the focus, the energy, because subconsciously, I think, because you're in fear about money, Okay. And that's another thing that if you're in fear about money, you're attracting more fearful experiences about money to yourself. Yeah. Let me take a wild guess. Even the problem clients, you struggle to get them to pay you on time. Oh, geez. That was the whole problem. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing is on a practical level is what, what we focus on, we create. That's like, I wish I could say that's the law of this universe because it really is how things work, right? Yeah. And when we have our focus on the lack of money and the the fear of money and all of that stuff, we're actually creating more of that fear and more of the lack of money. And that is why even our good clients sometimes pay us late because we have to create what we're putting our focus on. Well, this, this one, the celebrity client, she is amazing. I love working with her. She's a businesswoman, apart from being celebrity, she's a businesswoman um, and she always pays on time and she always responds to emails and, you know, I mean, there is a 10 hour difference, but I mean, she's always available if, you know, I bring her attention to something, she always responds. She's, mm-hmm. I love working with her. And wouldn't you love more clients like that, that actually pay yes. you what you're worth? Yes. Can we just not clone her? <laughs> yes, you can. You actually can. So do you, do you have a notepad close by? Because I just want you to take okay. a couple of notes as well. So I have to put clients. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So the very first thing I want you to do, and this is kind of a, a step that a lot of us miss. You might have done some of this already, but I want you to get very specific about this. Yeah. Is to actually write down for yourself, take time to really go deep into describing your ideal soul client. Write it down for yourself. You don't have to do it in the session, but just make a note that you have to go really profile what your ideal client is. And part of profiling that ideal client is to say how much money you want to earn for what you do. Be specific about it. Because here's the thing, a lot of times we'll end up saying, okay, I need an extra 20,000 rand a month. Yeah. So our human mind, because of fear, tells us it's easier to get 20 clients that'll pay me 1,000 rand a month than to get two clients that'll pay me 10,000 rand a month, right? Yeah. But that's where we're making the mistake because... If we're, if we're saying that I can only get 
10, uh, 10 clients paying me 2,000 rand a month or 20 clients paying me 1,000 rand a month, guess what? The universe says, well, then you're right. Yeah. Because that's your belief, right? That's the, the energy yeah. you're putting out there. Versus saying, this is my ideal client and I'd love to get two more clients like this that pay me that. Okay. Because here's the thing, we, we live in a very specific universe, right? And I'm going to try and illustrate to you what, what all of us go through daily. And I myself had a lot of struggles around, especially money beliefs. Um, and I think all of us do because of the system we've grown up in, right? And it's, it's difficult for us to begin to break that system in our minds sometimes and all of the beliefs we've been handed. But here's the thing is I want to illustrate to you what happens in our minds, right? So you get a thought that goes, let, let's say the bank phoned you. And yeah. there's money that's due, but there's absolutely no money that's coming in. You have no invoices out or quotes out or anything prospective coming in where this money is going to come from, right? Right. So usually the mind, which, you know, being a drama queen and being the ego mind goes to, I don't have enough money. There's not enough money. Where's the money going to come from? I need the money. Where's the money? Where's the money? Where's the money? Where's the money? So can you see how you're creating more of that? Yeah. Okay, because it goes on autopilot and it's focusing on that all of the time. And can you feel how when I say that, what it feels like in your body? Does it feel good to hear those words? No, it tenses. My whole body just gets tense. Yes. Okay. So how does the opposite feel inside of you when I say this? There's always enough money. Money is abundant. I don't see it yet, but it's on its way. How does that feel inside of you when you hear that? More of a calmer feeling. Yeah, it feels more like I can just relax a little bit, right? Breathe. So breathe. <laughs> that's, that's the thing is by focusing on the lack of the money and the money not being there and where the hell is it going to come from and all of that energy is a very resistant energy to receiving any divine guidance or divine solutions along those lines. And we're actually closing the door off to any prospective thing that wants to come in to come in because we've decided there's not enough money. That's what we keep our focus on. And, yeah. you know, it's sometimes so funny. I, I kind of see the, the whole universe going, well, so it is. You know, if, if you're going to say yeah. to the universe, there isn't enough money, there's never enough money. I don't have money. I don't know where it's going to come from. The universe yeah. goes, your wishes, my command. True story. Okay. So it really is a matter of, Let's talk about how do you clone more of your ideal clients. So step one is really get specific on what is my ideal client. What do they do? Who are they? What do they expect from me? How do they interact with me? How do they pay me? Everything. Okay. Okay. Get specific about how much you want to earn from these clients. Okay, on a monthly basis. You can even get specific as to saying that I'd like six months contracts with them or 12 month contracts with them. Okay. Okay. So get specific. Step two is take the example of your current client that you, you love working with her, you enjoy working with her, and you're not going to focus at all on the fact that you're, she's currently maybe underpaying you because you underquoted, right? Because that was your yeah. learning curve. Okay. So firstly, having appreciation for the fact that you've now already been given the experience to see what does it look like to have my ideal client. So this client has now given you that experience. So now you can identify what it is you do once. Yeah. Okay. And with regards to the clients that were the ones you didn't want, I want you to literally look at them as they were just on your path to help you refine what it is that, that you actually do want. Because we learn through contrast as human beings. We can only see what it is we do want once we've seen what we don't want, right? Right. So I want your focus to completely shift from looking at the clients that are the type of clients that you don't want they were just there to show you and help you refine what it is you do want. Thank them for it. Bless them. And then shift your focus to focusing on what it is you do want. Okay. And literally having gratitude for this client of yours. And if there's more than one, every single one of your clients that is your soul type of client, 
because okay. gratitude is a very high vibration to vibrate at. And the moment you're grateful for this one client who is your ideal client, that's when the universe yeah. does the same thing and says, then I'll give you more of that because that's what you're focusing on. So in, in other words, just focusing on all my good clients and being appreciative for all of them. And that will just attract more of those. Absolutely. And here's the thing. Remember, our mind is very much a conditioned mind. Okay. So 95% you're in your subconscious mind, which is your autopilot mind. And your subconscious really works on habits. So unfortunately, because your focus has so much been on all the negative clients and the bad stuff with that clients and the, the being underpaid by them and not being paid on time, all the issues you've had with them, it's become a, a subconscious habitual thought to focus on now, right? Yeah. So it might take a bit of time for you to reverse that and, and really choose to focus on, no, I don't want to focus on what I don't want. I'm going to turn my focus back to what I do want. But the more you continue doing that, the more your subconscious mind will then pick it up as a habit to focus on the clients you do want and not the so negative. If I can just ask, like, I'm going to take an example of something that, um, and it's happened a couple of times where I think about stuff of what I want and then forget about it and then they appear, like, mm -hmm. easily. How does that now work? Because I'm not focusing on it at all. I just had a thought about it. I'll give you an example, like, for, with my dog, my mm -hmm. Frenchie. All I wanted in the world was a French bulldog. And um, I had no idea how I was going to get one. And I just, you know, before my mom passed away, I said to her, I showed her a picture of a French bulldog. She said, are you getting a dog? And I said, well, not right now, but, you know, sometime, yes, I will. Um, and, and, and miraculously, like, he appeared. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my, my dream dog, like, arrived, you know, and... How do, how do you do that? How do I do that again? <laughs> I mean, I don't want another dog. I just want like, to track what I want. Okay. Well, what would you say if I told you that that's how we're supposed to live? That was the universe showing you how things really work. So not focus too much on it. Think about it, but let it go. Here's the thing. What, what you did there is you put out a desire. Yeah. You didn't focus on the but how. Okay, you didn't get involved yeah. in the how and all of those thoughts because the moment we try to figure out the how, that's when our reasoning mind and ego get involved and we actually block off anything that is supposed to just flow into our experience. So the reason that that happens so easily is you put out a desire, you didn't have any resistance towards it with any resistant thoughts saying, I can't, how are you going to do it? Trying to figure it out. And that's why it just appeared. And that's how this universe works. We put out a desire and all we're meant to do is sit back, relax and receive. But it's very hard for us because our minds are hardwired to try and figure out the how. Here's, okay, I'm getting it. here's, here's what I believe. And the reason I believe this, for me, a belief is something that I have personal experiences with. Okay. In other words, yeah. I don't, I've gotten, I've spent years now getting rid of the beliefs that were handed to me by other people. And yeah. I've really began to identify what my beliefs are. And those beliefs are based on personal experience. It's stuff that I've actually experienced. And that's why it's actually not a belief. It's a knowing, right? Mm -hmm. And all I can tell you is the knowing that I have now is that we were never meant to struggle the way we do. What's happening with us, and it's, it's really conditioning from such a young age. The whole world around us is conditioned this way. The whole system works that way. But it really is a matter of when we ask source, God, universe, whatever you want to call it, immediately says yes and begins to plot the path for you to it. It opens up. It, it literally actually lines up everything we need to have that. Yeah. But... Where the screw-up comes is we get involved and our logical reasoning mind takes over and we self-sabotage it. It's a matter of the universe might go, you might be asking for something, you ask for a French bulldog, right? 
And immediately it goes, boop, 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 boop. it opens all these like 10 different paths for you to find your path to your bulldog and the bulldog to come to you, right? Yeah. But the moment your reasoning mind gets involved and it goes, well, the only way for me to get a French bulldog is if I get 10,000 Rand together to go buy one and I don't have 10,000 Rand, then the universe goes, well, so be it. Then it's going to be difficult. If you say that's the yeah. only path, then so be it. Yeah. So does that help you to understand why you so easily attracted that bulldog and how you can actually attract everything else into your life if you just, you know, we're not supposed to get involved in the how. Miracles are supposed to happen naturally every single day of our lives, but they don't because our logical reasoning mind tries to figure it out. So I've been watching this uh, program on TV. So it's, a, it's an artificial intelligence little girl. Mm-hmm. She just does things. She doesn't know how she's doing it. So what this, con- this whole conversation is reminding me of is this girl. She's programmed to do things. She doesn't know how to, she doesn't know, she does things, but she's not sure how she does it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very much the way that we are. I think that's so beautiful because the universe has obviously been sending experiences across your path. Because here's the thing, let me guess. Somewhere, whether out loud or in your mind, you sat down and said, the shit's got to stop. I don't want to live like this anymore, right? Yep. Okay. So exactly what I just explained happened in that moment is because you stopped trying to figure out how you're going to change the shit, the the universe immediately went, right, she's ready for change. She's identified what she doesn't want. Let's start moving towards changing it. And it began putting experiences, people, things in your path to now begin to teach you and send you towards what it is you do want. That's why you landed up on this call with me. That's one of the things. Even this series that you're talking about probably came across your path because it's trying to show you how things do work, right? It's called synchronicity. I love synchronicity. Um, and I never, I never like thought about it because I watched it last night and I didn't think about it really until we've had a conversation. That's beautiful. So that's the thing is, you know, we, we get so sometimes, and, and I know we, we began in the beginning with speaking about self-confidence, but of course we lose our self-confidence because if I am doing, if I'm working my ass off for someone and they're paying me peanuts for it on top of it, and on top of it, they're giving me shit and never paying me on time, yeah. we are conditioned as humans to question ourselves. Maybe I'm not worth it. Maybe I'm not good at what I do. Maybe I don't deserve good clients and for people to pay me on time, etc., etc., etc. We're hardwired to always look for the fault within ourselves. And yeah, I think you know, I question a lot. I question my worth a lot. Um, but again, it's like what you say. You've got to like recondition your mind to. But how beautiful has the universe shown you the opposite already by giving you a client to show you what you are worth? Well, I didn't think about it that way. (laughs) So reposition the opposite for you so you can see the difference between, here's the thing. You, you would not know if you like white or black, if white and black weren't both put in front of you, right? Yeah. So the universe presents us with opposites and I think, you know, I actually had a conversation with a friend of mine when it, when it came to dating. And what I explained to her is we learn through contrast, 100%. How do I know what I do want if I don't first see what I don't want, right? Yeah. And what I explained to her is every guy that she's ever dated that looked like exactly what she wanted, but he wasn't 100% that. Yeah. All he presented to her, that was the universe just helping her to refine for that which she's asking for because they would show up and be everything she asked for, but there's just one small thing that's off. Yeah. And then the next time around, she now tweaks that small thing because now she's seen that that's not exactly what I want, right? Right. So I, I see contrasting experiences as an awesome thing actually in our lives because the more I'm experiencing stuff that shows me or refines my, my vision and my dream of what I actually do want, the more I know I'm heading closer and closer to getting exactly that. It's not going to be off by a millimeter even. It's going to be exactly what I want. Yeah. I think, I think that this year is, is all about that because it's already started with a shift. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you part of that shift where you're just like opening my eyes to to what I've heard, but just confirming it, you know, in a human voice. Yeah. And I, I want to just along the lines, because I, I know what it feels like to here you're sitting and it's all good and well what I'm saying, but where the hell must you now find clients before the end of January and you've got bills to pay? I'm sure that's going through your mind. Oh, yeah. So you can apply this to that as well. Here's the thing on a practical level, right? And everything works exactly that way. You ask, all you're meant to do is receive and be open to the guidance that is around you. Okay. Cause here's the thing, whatever you have a desire for, or ask for desires you too. So when you're asking for your soul clients, your soul clients desire you too. Okay. And when it comes to finances, Again, we're blocking it by focusing on shit, there's not enough money, shit, there's not enough money the whole time. So what I want you to do or begin to do from today yeah. is really become very conscious of whenever your mind goes into fear. And the best way to identify that is when you don't feel good in your body. Because fear and anxiety and worry and stress, our body doesn't feel good when we're experiencing that, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's just your body showing you that you are having a resistance thought or you're not in alignment, right? And the moment you experience that, I literally want you to stop, ask yourself, what am I busy thinking or where is my focus right now? And consciously decide to put your focus on what you do want. Okay. And here's the thing, I mean really, really on a practical level is I often use this example with my clients where I say to them, if you only earn 10,000 rand a month, but you have a million rands debt that you want to pay off in one year's time and you work for a boss, right? Yeah. Is it practically, if you now go and you do the math, is it possible at all to with, if you just earn 10,000 rand a month in your full-time job to pay off a million rands debt in a year? No, no, not even if you throw the whole 10,000 rand a month at that debt, you it's, it doesn't make a million, right? And it's not possible to make, to put your whole 10,000 rand of salary towards it. So the moment the logical reasoning mind goes and sits and does the math and tries to figure it out, what happens in the mind? It goes not possible, right? So to begin to remove your logical reasoning mind from the process is to just put your intention out, write it down and say, I want to, to clear this 1 million rands debt in the next 12 months. And then you literally say, I don't know how, but I am open to the guidance, divine guidance to show me how to achieve this. Because here's the thing. The moment we take the logical reasoning mind out of it and try to figure out the how, we shouldn't be figuring out the how. That's what's tripping us up. So the moment you don't try and figure out the how, that is where you're open and receptive to other opportunities. In other words, suddenly, that's where suddenly an ad can come across your path that says, earn an extra 20,000 rand a month working two hours at night from home. Or another job opportunity can come across your path or whatever the universe decides to send you. But it's because we close the door by saying to ourselves, it has to come in the form of money for me to pay off this debt. For all you know, when you let go of the how, the universe goes, let me get your debtor to give you a discount on your debt or to actually write off your debts. Yeah. But we're not making that possible because we're telling the universe it can only happen in one way. And the only way it can happen is if you send me the money. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So do you see how the the logical reasoning mind is actually a bugger? I think that that this theory applies to pretty much everything in your life. Not only just finances or clients, it pretty much applies to every little aspect. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. This is funny because this morning before I had my call with you, early this morning, when I woke up, there was like four words in my mind. 
And I think I realize now why they were in my mind this morning. And you're welcome to write them down, right? Here's the process for anything and everything that we want to attract into our lives. Okay? Yeah. Are you ready? Here's your formula. Yeah. Ask. Yeah. Receive. Yeah. Expand. Mm-hmm. Repeat. So let me explain what that means. Okay. It wouldn't serve us as humans if, if I knew what the formula was to manifest stuff into my life. Now I put it out there, I get everything I want. Now what, right? We were made to be expansive human beings. We expand. Every time you ask for something and it shows up in your reality, you as a human being expands and now you have another level of desire or another thing coming up for you, right? Right. So we're ever evolving and expanding. And that's the only process you've got to ask. Then you've got to receive. In other words, get into the receptive mode, the non-resistant mode of not trying to figure it out, just in the flow of receiving it. It's on its way the moment you ask. When it comes, you expand and then you repeat. You ask for the next thing. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it does. Does it resonate with you? It's sinking in. I know it sounds a lot easier. You know, in practice, everyone gets stuck at the receiving part because that's where the logical reasoning mind keeps wanting to creep in. But that is where we need to really have daily practices and exercises and things in place to begin to reprogram the subconscious mind that is so used to focusing on, but it's not possible. There isn't money. There's always lack, all of that stuff. So yeah. the only way you can do that is, you know, I always tell my clients to, to set a reminder on your phone, an hourly reminder that goes off every hour. And all it has to say is, what are you busy thinking about? Yeah. Or it's got to say, how do you feel right now? Because that's a very good indicator as to whether you're in alignment with that which you've asked for or not in alignment. Yeah. That, that's I how I kind of measure. Am I, am I getting closer to the thing that I've asked for or am I further away from it? Because if I am in fear, lack all of the lower energy vibrations, mm -hmm. I'm further away from getting the thing that I've asked for. But if I'm yeah. in trust, receptive mode, um, relaxed, you know, all of that stuff, that means I'm moving closer to it. Think of it as a magnet. You're a magnet at the end of the day. And just being conscious of calibrating your thoughts and your energy, which is your feelings, you're becoming more and more of a magnet for the thing that you want when it's positive energies. Okay. So I think of myself as that... Artificial intelligence robot girl. Yeah. You're a magnet girl for everything you want. Okay. It's just about like conditioning, changing my thoughts. Pattern. Mm -hmm. does, so, does it help you to understand as well why you went into thoughts of losing self-confidence or doubting your own abilities? I think fear. It's fear. It just spirals. Yeah. And then everything spirals because fear takes over and then just everything, everything takes over. Um, but it's just trying to find that feeling of how do you feel when you do have money? How do you feel? And you, you're right that my whole body just like relaxes. So it's trying to um, find more of that. Yeah. Just choose a better thinking thought and a better feeling feeling every time. It's just shift the focus. As soon as it happens, shift the focus onto how does it feel? How do you how, remember? Remembering that feeling. It's remembering the good feelings. Yeah. And you know what? I, you mentioned that you're a dog lover as well and so am I. So one of the easiest things you can do is when you find yourself in a low vibrational energy like fear or anxiety or stress and you want to move to a higher vibration, which is a better energy, 
is literally play with your dog. I think I call my dogs my little energy shifters, right? I always call them when I'm, when I'm feeling low energy, I'm stressed or I'm worried or I'm fearful. I call them and I'm like, come here, my energy shifter. Let mommy just shift some energy because here's the thing is the moment you look at those little faces or you're playing with them, you're present, you're yeah. smiling, you're feeling love, you're feeling gratitude, right? Yeah. So they yes. are amazing shifters of energy because they put you in that space immediately of awe and love and just feeling wow. I think animals also teach you a lot. They teach you persistence. They teach you, well, certainly mine have taught me about persistence. Um, that when you fall down, you get back up again, you know? Um, I think I have a little kitten and she's, she's taught me a hell of a lot. Um, because she'll find ways around things and you kind of go, well, how the hell did you get there? You know, you'll, you'll go and fetch her and put her back in the house and two minutes later, she'll be back. Yeah. She's persistent on stuff. And I see another, I had a call with a client the other day and he said, you're very persistent. <laughs> um, so, so that like made me look at the kitten and thinking, okay, well, she's reflecting me. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Um, so I think animals, animals also teach you a lot. So it's also about paying attention to your surroundings and what animals teach you. So here's, here's the beautiful thing that you can learn from animals and nature. The only difference between us and an animal is they don't have the logical reasoning mind. So what's mm. happened to us is we've actually disconnected from the frequency of this universe because we have the logical reasoning mind. Now, if you take not a domestic animal, because we domesticated them, they know where their source of food. But if you look yeah. at any other animal, let's use a, um, a lion in the wild. Okay. Mm. Have you ever seen a lion in the wild walking around looking all scrawny and, you know, not knowing where his next meal is going to come from and being all stressed out about it? No, because he doesn't have the logical reasoning mind. He is tuned into the frequency yeah. of the universe he literally yeah. just has a feeling of hunger that creates a vibration that's sent out to the universe. Whatever the food is that's meant to come to him is on that vibration and he's drawn to it, but they are connected yeah. to it because they don't have the logical reasoning mind. And if we can just get rid of that logical reasoning mind, we would have exactly the same thing. We'd have a desire. It would, we would be on the same frequency as that desire and us and that thing would be drawn to each other automatically how this universe works we just don't understand it we complicate it as humans so I'm, I'm actually going to say this because i don't know when we're airing this episode hopefully i would have uh, done my video by then but i'm busy with a video where i'm actually speaking about the you know this universe has an algorithm yeah and i'm sure you know about algorithms and you've heard a lot about algorithms yeah. and Basically, what, what an algorithm, let's use Facebook as an example, what an algorithm does, a lot of people, have you ever had this experience where you maybe go onto an airline's website to check out ticket prices, right? Yeah. And the next moment you go on Instagram or Facebook and lo and behold, all of a sudden their ads are in front of you the whole time, right? Mm -hmm. Now, that is... It's all about algorithm. It's, it's following what, what you looked at now, it's showing you more of the same thing. And this universe works exactly the same. On Facebook, for instance, Facebook tracks your activity. What's the kind of stuff that you're always looking at or interacting with or clicking on? And it's putting more of the same stuff in front of you, right? Yeah. And that's exactly how this universe works. It looks at, oh, so you're interested in this? Great. Let me put more stuff of that in front of you. And if your focus is on lack of money, the universe goes, oh, okay, so that's what you're into. Let me put more of lack in front of you. Does that yeah. make sense? Totally. So it's okay. really an algorithm to this universe. And if we can just learn to ensure that we put our focus and our energy and our feelings behind the stuff we do want, that's when we attract what we do want. That's when more of it will show up. Okay. So I've got like, well, yeah, I've got work to do on myself. Lots of it. Yeah, it's a, it's a learning journey for all of us. Ongoing. Does it end? No. 
No. Yes, that's when you're dead. The moment we stop growing, we might as well be dead. So it's an ever-learning, evolving journey for all of us. I think, you know, I keep, I've I've thought of you like a lot. And And I kind of think, so how you came about is that when I like think about mentors and stuff, I think about you. Mm-hmm. And poof, there you can. <laughs> so I didn't give it I didn't give it a, a lot of thought. It's just when I kind of go, I need a mentor, I need some help, you just like appear. You always that person always appears over the last couple of years. <laughs> That's how the universe works. <laughs> um so so one day, Mickey, you're gonna be my coach because that's what I need and that's that's been on my frequency. So I'm just putting it out there right now to you know, so the universe will hear. Um and um like a funny thing happened yesterday. I had thought about somebody I had to, I had a meeting on Friday and I had a meeting on Monday and this person came up and I haven't seen this person in 25 years. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, this person has become quite a very successful entrepreneur in South Africa and he's been like in the news and everything. And suddenly, you know, I haven't spoken to him in 25 years and in two meetings, different meetings, his name came up. So I thought, well, okay, let me let me look him up and email him and see if he'll if he remembers. And and I left it. I thought I forgot about I forgot about the email. I forgot about him completely. He went out of my mind completely. Last night he phoned me. <laughs> he remembered. He remembered and he phoned. It was like, wow. Girl, the universe has been very busy with you trying to show you how things actually do work. It's been very busy with you, but you know, this is so beautiful what you're saying now. It's called synchronicity. It's that thing of, I just thought about someone and then they phoned me or as I ran into them or we call it synchronicity, but that is really how things work. And here's the thing is I want you, I want you to really get into a space of becoming playful with manifesting the stuff you want into your life. It's not meant to be this hard, tedious process of me trying, 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 trying to just make sure I don't think bad thoughts or make sure I don't have bad emotions. It's a playful process. And I mean, think about it this way. It's like a game. The moment I ask for something, it's like 10 channels open up in front of me of how I can get it. And now it's like this treasure hunt of, okay, where's the next clue going to come from? Where's the universe going to send the next piece? What's the next step? Oh my gosh, here this shows up. And oh my gosh, this thing's leading to it. So it's actually such a playful and exciting journey. And if we can begin to view it that way, manifestation becomes fun and easy. It's like this field of possibility. Yeah. 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 And you literally wake up every morning going, I can't wait to see what comes my way today or what the next piece is, because it's usually Mm -hmm. profound stuff that you couldn't have even dreamed up yourself that just begins to fall into place when you're in the receptive mode. And every time I've wanted something um, that I've put out there, forgot about it, and then it happens. When I focus on something too much, I think like the opposite (laughs) Yeah, because that's where your reasoning mind comes into play and your limiting thoughts and trying to figure out the how. Yeah. So I've stopped trying to figure out the how because the moment I try and figure out the how, my limiting mind's trying to figure out how it's going to happen versus me having an experience of just this awesome, awe-inspiring stuff happening all around me that I couldn't have even thought of or dreamed up. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally, totally makes sense. You've proven to yourself already that you can manifest several times. And you nailed it now on the head there where you said that it's only when you focus on it too much that it feels like it doesn't happen. Yeah, it's, it's focusing, focusing on it and then going into this panic mode. 
so um, I think the way out of to try and reverse all of that is just focus on what I'm currently doing, working, enjoying what I'm doing, and knowing that more of it will come along. Absolutely. Just yeah. just remember, draw the draw the pathway for yourself on your notepad. There, it always starts with a thought. So what we think about is what becomes a feeling, and that feeling is the vibration that we're vibrating at. You know that that very what you just said. I actually posted that on social media. This it was either yesterday or this morning. What was that? Exactly what you had just said. That you posted. Um, what you focus on, you bring about. Um, what you just said, I posted that. Um, I posted about that. So maybe I should pay more attention to what I'm posting on my own posts and take my own advice. <gasps> We're all good at doing that. <laughs> you know, right? You're very good at like helping other people, but when it comes to helping yourself, it's like, oh, I don't know how. So... Quick question, Tony, is at the beginning of the session, on a scale of one to 10, your self-confidence and self-doubt that you had, where was it at? 10 being the worst. Um, I, think, I think I'm at... Where were you at the beginning of the call? Probably at like a, like a, a seven. Okay. And where would you say you are now? Probably down to three. Okay, good. So can you see how it had nothing to do with your abilities? Your worth? Yes, it has everything to do with my, my thoughts. Right, and that's, that's the, the, the thoughts, the thoughts, the, the, the self-talk, the thoughts, that's the problem. Mm. My thoughts, my self-talk. And do you know why it's easy to flip that around? What's easier for you to do in the next half an hour? The money to be in your bank or for you to feel better? Feel better. Okay. And that's what's creating the money. So it's actually so easy for us to do. Feel, feeling, feeling. I've got to work on that. I've got a lot to work on myself. Okay. So... Is there any other questions before we finish off? Um, no, no questions at the moment. I think it's just about taking in what we've spoken about and just applying it to my life. Okay. Just, do you feel you have some direction going forward now to begin to flip this around and get your breakthrough? Uh, yes, because um, you... I have a lot of little voices in my head and you just came along and just confirmed what I hear. Okay. So if there is, so, so kind of like the, you hear the voices and you kind of think, Oh, well, I'm just hearing things or it's probably not right. Or when it's actually saying, you know, trust in yourself, trust in what you're believing and trust in, trust in yourself. Mm. Trust in your abilities. Yes. It's confirmation that you are connected and that you do have divine guidance. Yeah, I think the divine guidance, like because, because I self-doubt so much, it had to come in a human form to tell me, you know, don't self-doubt. Don't, you know, that's why I think that you've come through. Fantastic. As the, as the human voice. <laughs> awesome. Right, guys. So I hope you enjoyed this episode with Tony about something that even I myself still struggle with at times, and that is self-doubt. But I want to leave you with a couple of practical things that you can do if you are experiencing self-doubt in any particular area of your life. Now, firstly, I want to commend Tony for reaching out and taking the first step because the first step is really to acknowledge that you have got some self-doubt and then to reach out and ask for help if you don't know how to work through it. So I commend Tony for doing that. 
but if you want to grab a pen and a piece of paper here's a couple of practical things that you can do when you experience self-doubt in an area of your life so the very first thing that I want you to do is ask yourself the following question and then write down your answers guys there's power in writing stuff down firstly in questioning yourself or a thought or a feeling or anything that's going on but more importantly to write it down so that you can actually physically see it in front of you so that's why it's key to write this down but the question I want you to begin with is to ask yourself how does it make you feel when you self-doubt and then write down the emotions that come up so let's say for instance that you wrote down that when you self-doubt you feel unworthy or you feel fearful right so what I want you to do is next to each emotion that you write down of how the self-doubt is making you feel is to write down how you want to feel in other words if what you want to feel is to feel valuable and what you want to feel as opposed to fear is to feel uh, joy expectation trust whatever it is write that down so now you're going to have two columns. On the left, you're going to have how the self-doubt is currently making you feel. And on the right-hand side, you're going to have a column of words, the opposite of those things, of how you actually do want to feel. And for the next couple of days, what I want you to do is literally look at that list, ask yourself, how do I prefer to feel? What feels better? And then read to yourself. Ask yourself the question literally and say, what feels better? Fear or trust what feels better doubt or trust right so ask yourself because internally you will feel the shift and the difference between how you're currently feeling and how you want to feel and on an energetic level you'll begin to focus your mind on how it is you do want to feel so that's the one thing you can do on a practical level to begin to work with self-doubt the next thing I want you to do is a couple of steps you need to follow for me and the very first thing I want you to do is to ask yourself the question what are you busy thinking about it in other words what story are you busy telling yourself that is causing yourself doubt now let's use Tony's example you know in the, what we spoke about in her call and that was the fact that she began to self-doubt because she had a couple of clients that were really buggering her around that weren't paying her what she was worth that weren't treating her like she felt she deserved to be treated right and the story she was telling herself about it is it is because she's not good enough and she also went into a story pattern of fear because when it came to money and she had self-doubt there she began to tell herself a story of I'm not good enough I'm not good at what I do and that is why I cannot make money I cannot charge more I cannot get clients etc etc so the fear spiral continued but she was telling herself a story about it so really identify what is it that you're busy thinking and what story are you telling yourself about it that is causing yourself doubt okay that's step number one and then the second step guys is to question that because here's the thing the story you are telling yourself about it is just your mind being a drama queen and running off on a tangent um, and actually going on autopilot with that thing but the reality is that your thoughts aren't even true and to interrupt those subconscious thought patterns that are causing the self-doubt that aren't even true the story you've told yourself about it you need to question it and questioning it sounds something along the lines of is this a hundred percent the truth is it a hundred percent the truth that Tony is not good at what she's doing and even if you can find just a 1% no it's not the truth that is more than enough but question it and then what I want you to do the third step the last thing you're gonna do is to find evidence 
of why that thing is not the truth. Now, bringing it back to Tony's call, in Tony's case, the evidence she had that it wasn't the truth, that she's not good at what she's doing, or that she's not valuable or worthy of being paid what she feels she deserves, is her other client or clients that she has that are paying her what she's worth, that are treating her worthy, right? So she found evidence of why her initial story that she told herself about it wasn't the truth and then write down that evidence guys give yourself new evidence and then give yourself a new story about it in other words take your initial story you were telling yourself about it and flip it around to an affirmation that is believable for you but that is the opposite of the initial story that you've been telling yourself so guys that is just a couple of practical steps that you can follow to begin to work through any self-doubt you may be experiencing in any area of your life and as I mentioned if you would like a breakthrough session right here on the breakthrough podcast with me guiding you through whatever your obstacle your challenge or your goal is simply drop an email to my team at admin at mickeyruthman.com with the subject line podcast and you could be with me right here on the breakthrough podcast for a breakthrough session to get your breakthrough just like Tony did on her session and I have left those details and that information for you guys in the show notes as well but thank you so much once again for joining me right here on the breakthrough podcast and as always guys if you took value from this please do drop me a message, go and write a review or some feedback on this podcast or tag me in a post on Instagram or Facebook so I know that you are listening. Let me know what your takeaways and your aha moments were and also your testimonials of once you've implemented this stuff, what happened, right? Because I love hearing back from you guys and that is why I do what I do is to really help people and I just love hearing all of that stuff from you guys as well. So please do give me some feedback. I've left all of those details in the show notes for you guys as well. But I am playing out as always with a song that just has meaning to me or just something I enjoy and I hope you guys will enjoy it with me and I will see you again next week right here on the Breakthrough Podcast.